My name's Bridget, and welcome to my podcast, Wake Up and Thrive. I wear a lot of hats, but the ones I'm most proud of are being a sober mom to my four kids, a wife to my best friend, a forever student of life, a registered nurse, and a certified life coach. You can usually find me planning and enjoying quality moments with those I love, or coaching women on how to do the same. All of our lives are made up of tiny moments, both beautiful and messy. I know we all want more feel-good moments, but I believe it's the ones that challenge us that become the catalyst for our growth. That's what we do in this space. We explore everyday moments that we deem hard, and instead of allowing them to keep us stuck, we lean into their lessons and let them wake us up. So if you're ready and willing, I'd love to invite you to come along. All you need is an open mind. It's time. It's time to wake up and thrive. Happy Monday. Welcome back to Wake Up and Thrive and a happy belated Thanksgiving to all of you guys listening who celebrate. Um, I celebrate Thanksgiving in my family and every year we travel about an hour north. If my mom is listening, she'll be really happy that I said north because I'm always like, hey mom, I'll see you down there. She's like, you can't because you're coming up. But anyways, um, we travel about an hour and a half north to be with my extended family and I'm from a large Irish Catholic family. So you can just imagine (laughs) it's um, a lot of chaos, a lot of love, um, a lot of overstimulation, a lot of fun, a lot of laughter, a lot, a lot of food. Uh, My sister-in-law is a freaking wizard in the kitchen. Um, And it's just, it's just a, it's one of my favorite times of the year. Um, This whole holiday season, it really begins with Thanksgiving. Um, But yeah, I mean, with that can also come some you know, reverting back to old patterns or um, feeling a little bit triggered, right? Just I think in the general hustle bustle of the season and being around lots of different personalities and everybody's going through their own experience. So learning to kind of stand your ground in your experience while also accepting other people's experience, um, learning to extend compassion while also um, you know, being strong in your boundaries can be challenging. It can be a challenge no matter who you are. And so I was really reminded um, this last weekend at Thanksgiving with my family, I was reminded reminded of a really important um, part of the self-growth and healing journey that I wanted to bring to you guys because it was something I had to be reminded of um, for myself. And so I think it's something really, really important for anybody on this journey. And more than anything, I hope you guys know that Thanksgiving is all about gratitude and and being grateful for the life that we have, not for the life that we want, but for the life that we have. And so much of my gratitude is for all of you guys listening. I mean, truly, 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 I'm not just saying this. I, I love showing up here. I love sharing my heart and it makes it just it fills me up more than I could even explain when I hear from you guys, when I, when I hear, you know, something on the podcast really landed or, or helped you really shift something in your life. It's just, it's amazing. And that's, that's what this is for. I want more people to live awake. Um, And as we're going to get into in this episode, it doesn't always mean it's roses and rainbows. Um, A lot of times it's not, but it really truly is inside, like deep in your core one of the best ways to live a peaceful, authentic, and free life, knowing that you're you're living truly awake, like you're truly living. There's no masks. There's no pretending. Um, 
And again, while that brings its own challenges, it's just really, really cool. So that's that's what we're talking about in the space. And I love sharing this with you guys. So you guys are really, truly on the top of my gratitude list. And I just wanted you to know that. The lesson I wanted to share was when I was home in Thanksgiving or during Thanksgiving, um, I had this brief moment where I was the one reacting. I was the one that felt triggered and sort of just reverted back to the old Bridget, which was very reactive, very impulsive, very um, abrupt, um, assertive, you know, all of that just kind of in your face, telling you why you're wrong, um, not taking ownership. Like that was the old version of me. And I had a moment. I actually had two moments <laughs> where I I did that. Um, and then thankfully, and again, I'm always like, how do people go through life without coaches? <laughs> because I had a coaching call, like literally that night. Um, and I was able to bring this to that place, which was just such a blessing in and of itself. Um, but what I was reminded of was a really, really important fact about growth. So all of the stuff that we're learning in the space, all of the stuff you guys are learning on your own through the podcasts and the books and you know the, the trainings and the workshops and all the things, um, it is not to live a life where we're robots, right? It, when you live awake, you are not signing up to never be triggered. You are not signing up to never react. You are not signing up to never be human again. In fact, a lot of times once you embark on this journey, you get tested. And you actually face off with the human and messy and shadowy parts of ourselves because of the awareness, because of the newly found consciousness. And so that's like, that's a part that I I actually, no one told me about. I sort of thought, you know, once you start down this more enlightened path, especially me, I'm, I'm get, becoming a master certified coach. I think there's a real part of me that thought the point of doing the work was that I never would experience the old parts of myself again, the old patterns, the old behaviors, that once I moved past it once, it was gone forever. And I am so grateful that I was reminded, hell no, I'm not immune to being human. When you sign up for self-growth, it's not like you're given a hall pass to never experience the contrast of life, the contrast of the human experience, the bad parts, the messy parts, the shadow parts. Um, I believe we need those parts, especially when we're on a growth journey, because it helps gives us give us direction. It helps remind us where we were, who we used to show up as, so that we can have clear vision of who we want to be. In my experience, the biggest difference with people that are on a self-growth journey versus people that are living asleep or unconscious is that awareness piece. Like we talked about this in the first episode, what does it mean to live awake? And truly, it's not that you're immune to the messy parts, but when the messy parts show up, you bring a sense of awareness and a sense of ownership to your experience, which allows you to move through it with more grace, with more ease, quicker, right? And actually get back to the place that you want to be, which is love and connection and safety and all the beautiful things that we want more of. So I believe there are three powerful practices we can instill when this happens, when we get triggered, when we react, when we show up as our quote unquote old self, old patterns. Um, I believe if you follow these three steps, um, you'll learn from it. You'll grow from it. It will be part of your growth journey instead of a break from it. 
I know if you're drawn to this podcast and you're listening, then you are on a self-growth journey. You are on a journey of healing. Healing childhood wounds, releasing trauma, um, really trying to show up in your highest, best version, right? We all are trying to do that. We're trying to get back to our core, which is love, love for ourselves, love for the world, love for those around us. And in order to do that, we have to shed a lot of layers and it's messy and it's not linear. So I may work really, really hard to maybe overcome a pattern, for example, in my family and, and who I used to show up as. I've done a lot of work and I'm really proud of that. My family is really proud of that. They've all, everybody benefits. And I'm still very much human. And so especially around the holidays when I'm back in the dynamics and, um, you know, just generally speaking, not taking care of myself in the best way, right? Like not getting a lot of sleep, not getting my alone quiet time that I love and need in the morning. Um, all those things play a contributing factor um, to the way I showed up. But but regardless, I'm taking – I showed up that way. I showed up and it was a beautiful reminder of, whoa. Like I'm not immune to any of this. I don't I don't get to never experience this again. And I'm so glad that I experienced it because first of all, I think it makes me a better coach. Um, I think any coach who's more human <laughs> and more in touch with their humanness um, is going to better be able to serve the more human parts of you. So I'm super glad that happened because I can talk specifically to the things that I teach my clients on, specifically around triggers and around and moving through those triggers and communicating those triggers in a way that creates more connection versus disconnection. So there are three steps, practices, whatever you want to call them. Um, and the first step really is release judgment. Because like I said, I was so fortunate to have a coaching session right after this um, incident, but a lot of us don't. And, and I was actually stuck in a ton of judgment for myself over, oh my gosh, I'm about to end this program. I'm about to be a master certified coach. And I cannot believe of all the people under this roof at this Thanksgiving holiday, I'm the one that reacted. Like, what? And it was a beautiful reminder of... I actually can't even move past this. I can't even learn from it or get curious about it if I'm stuck in judgment. Because I've talked about this before and I'll say it again. Our triggers are our best, best teachers. So it was just – that incident for me was illuminating something that that I still had to heal from. Specifically, it was illuminating some shame that I still hold when people give me feedback and, and what I do when I'm in a shame response and how that translates to my relationships and how I show up. And it was also illuminating the, the practices that I put in place in my life, why they matter so much. So I needed that contrast to be like, oh, yes, 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 yes. That's why I do the, that's why I do breath work. That's why I do meditation. That's why I journal. Like, all of these contribute, and I hadn't been doing that for like three days leading up into this incident. So it just, it all made complete, made complete sense for me. So number one is release the judgment. Release the judgment for you and release the judgment for the other people. If you see them revert backwards, the worst thing you can do in those situations, and it's the easiest thing to do, is to judge. But truly, if you want to learn and grow and get closer and closer to love, you've got to release the judgment. So um, release judgment is number one. Number two is to regulate. Oftentimes we try to have conversations in a dysregulated state and then we're like, I, I really tried to say it in a nice way. I really tried to use the language you taught me. But listen, you guys, energy doesn't lie. So for example, for me, I was in like 
shame. I was in shutdown. If I tried to communicate from that place, in fact, I did try to communicate while I was in that place, it doesn't go well. It just never goes well. So a lot of times what I'll do is just put my hand up and I I won't blame the other person, but I'll just say, hey, I'm not really sure why. I'm just feeling super activated right now. Or sometimes I will actually narrate my internal experience. So, ooh, like my chest is feeling really funny. I've got a knot in my stomach right now. Okay, something is just like buzzing inside of me. I'm just going to step away for a moment. Um, Can we come back? Can we come back and talk about this Um, as soon as I'm like calm down? And I've never, ever been in a conversation where someone's like, no, stay here with me while you're shut down or angry. Like more than anything, they're really appreciative when you take that time to regulate. So it's a gift that you're giving the other person as well as the gift that you're giving yourself. So step number two is to regulate. And again, we do this so that we can do the final step. And in my opinion, the most important step um, in this process, the most important thing you can do when you quote unquote, make a mistake or show up, whatever, as your old version, as an old past version of you is repair. And that was something that I did. That was something that I did. Thankfully, um, I was able to, you know, it was like, it was like an out of body experience almost because I watched myself react And then I was like, oh, shit, I can't believe I did that. I watched the other person's reaction to my reaction, almost like, really? Are are we doing this again? Um, And I I couldn't repair it in the moment. I had to go get coached. I had to go calm my body down. Um, But I was able to come back and really explain my experience, like explain owning it from a place of ownership, but explain why I got triggered, explain why I reacted the way I did. And and apologize, apologize for spitting venom, apologizing for, you know, whatever it was. But repair is huge, 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 huge. And the person that I experienced this with, I know she's listening and she knows that I love her dearly. But we we actually, we later were like, what would the world be like? What would the world be like if more people leaned into the repair part of the incident? Like it's this work is not about never having a fight or never arguing or never disagreeing or never having conflict. It's not about that. And as soon as you can release the judgment and just embrace that we're all imperfect beings, then you can really move into, whoa, okay, I'm going to step away for a minute and just like calm my body down. And then can we come back and just talk about this? And from a place of regulation, I was able to come back I was able to really hear her side. I was able to explain my side. We both said sorry. We hugged. We said we love each other. And we moved on. And it was like the quickest um, re- like uh, resolve we've ever had in our life. I think for so many years since I've kind of started on this path and and she started on her own, own path of growth, we really haven't had any of these conflicts. So to be able to have it and then to move on from it honestly was the best sign of our growth. More than not experiencing any conflict. I hope that makes sense. The fact that we actually repaired it quickly was a bigger sign of our growth, in my opinion, than never having conflict to begin with. So let's stop trying to pretend that we have it all together. Let's stop trying to pray and hope and wish for the perfect holiday season and the perfect family with no drama and just embrace what we have. Embrace it with an open heart. Embrace it with so much grace and use these steps, use these tools to move through conflict 
in a way that actually brings you guys closer together and creates more connection. Um, And that's what I want for all of you guys this holiday season. We are not done with the holiday season. The parties are only going to get bigger and more frequent and um, the overstimulation and the holiday stress and all the things. So give yourself grace, release judgment, come into a place of regulation and repair, 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 repair. And that is what is going to help you continue to live more awake and truly, truly thrive in your life and your business and in your relationships. So that's what I have for you guys today. Um, I love you all. I'm so grateful for you. And as always, um, if you heard something today that, that really touched you, um, go ahead and leave a review and rate it and subscribe so you don't miss any new upcoming episodes. I know some changes are coming in the new year, so just be aware of that. Um, But for now, um, I will see you next Monday, same place, same time. And um, yeah, can't wait to to, um, share the space with you again. Have a good day.